I was a bouncing and a laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we'd just hang on. But I can't recall a time. I'm Stuart Friesen, and you're listening to the Always Race Day podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 65 of the Always Race Day podcast. I'm Connor Ferguson here with Damon Helgevald. And as always, we are brought to you by the Carl Auto Group. If you need a car that can get you over to the auditorium where they film the ESPYs and they host the ESPYs and they do that and you want to get on your phone and watch the ESPYs Driver of the Year uh, win, win the award, but also win at Port Royal... Port- Jeez, Damon, I'm already screwing this up. Also went at Port Royal Speedway. You were good for a while. I know, I was, I was getting that. I'm tired. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you need a car to get you to go watch the ESPYs, go talk to the guys at Carl Auto Group. If you're in need of a new vehicle, used vehicle, they've got it all. They've got a ton of brands, manufacturers uh, in their stable. So tell them that we sent you. Uh, have we decided, are they whispering or are they loud? No, you you gotta at least make sure you're known. Okay, so maybe like take a drum set in there, do a little one man band, Dennis Herb Junior style. That's exactly right. You could wear a Dennis shirt too. All right, good. Let's get started, Damon. SP's driver of the year, Kyle Larson. I had a fantastic. I trolled every F one fan last night. Just. I said Larson's winning an award the night he won the ESPYs, Max Verstappen would never, basically. Uh, and I definitely used, like, one of the Gen Z slang terms. Hey, uh, let's be quite honest. There's, There was, uh, you know, you're talking about taking your car and going to the ESPYs. Well, you're going to be there, but Kyle Larson is not because he's busy kicking ass at Port Royal. So uh, that was that was a great night to see. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, the F1 fans were... Uh, were fairly quiet after a while when they found out their old boy Max just uh, couldn't pull it off against the guy that won literally everything in the book in 2021. Yeah, well, it's because that's the only thing that they have racing wise. Like, that's what some dude was like. It's not the only thing Max. they have. He can he can come over and start running some other stuff. Oh, I agree. Come come live in the United States, the best country in the world for racing by far. Um, and that sounds pompous, but it's not like, yeah, I don't expect Max Verstappen to go run F2. Like, no, that's the direct minor league series in the same type of car. Larson's not winning in lower series. These are professional racing tours. These, the world of outlaw sprint cars are far and away, probably one of the best series on the planet for drivers as is IndyCar, as is NASCAR, as is Guys who are at the top he's level driving, late models, you know. He's driving cars that are completely different. He goes and runs a sprint car one week, follows it up on uh, on Sunday by driving a cup car, follows it up on Tuesday by driving a midget, follows it up on a Thursday by driving a late model. I mean, yeah. the guy's driving completely different disciplines too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he definitely deserves that one. Like, honestly, over the past week, I think I would have moved – Steve Torrance up to second and Alex Palou third. Did you hear what Palou's PR team did? No, I have not. They bought a YouTube account with 150,000 bot followers. No, of course they did. For Alex Palou. 
So let me ask you this, being the uh, avid F1 fan that you are, or the avid uh, IndyCar fan and that you are, and now I guess, you know, we can we can call you an avid F1 fan. I, I follow it and other. I try to, I should give them a little more respect, but I try to humble them. But your your boy Alex Blue decides to start pulling a bunch of stunts here. You, you know, are you are you starting to change your tone on on him? I are I already am. Just yeah, like it, this is okay. You know, well, and it's hard to hate anybody in an indie car. If Palu turns into the biggest villain in the series somehow out of this, like that's gonna be insane, right? That would be cool. Uh, so I saw somebody tweet this the other day. I know we're getting off track, but I saw somebody tweet no, this you're good. the other day. Is um, Palou having this this deal with Alex Blow going on is the best thing for IndyCar? And basically, what they're meaning by that, the fact of he is creating a, I would say, a sense of drama within the series and within his own team and against another team that it's creating this uh it's creating this national spotlight a little bit does it sound like uh what i was saying when people say ross chastain is exactly what nascar needs or chris had one last uh, year too that said tyler Herb is exactly bit, what dirt racing needs like it's a little bit different because it's not on track stuff right this is it's like a this league See what I'm saying? yeah no i i think yeah drumming up drama when you're not having a game or having a race having a race day basically um this i think is, that helps a lot this but, is something that i just say this is something that uh these that people that don't follow racing and can't really tell what drama on the track is, but this is something in like everybody's everyday life because they understand what contracts are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think it is. I think they should drum it up more. Um, I don't know if you, the Peacock broadcast apparently didn't even get watched enough to get a, a TV rating this weekend. So like, yeah, I saw that. I, I, I don't, that. I don't think, me critiquing the broadcast which was fine overall is a normal broadcast and they talked about Palu a little bit he i mean he was even interviewed before the race talking about it and he just didn't say he wouldn't say anything about it so right i, I you know you you essentially have two contracts signed for next year as yourself as a driver so i I need like a motorsports agent lawyer on here to figure out what his options are. Maybe I'll try to, I'll try to find one. Yeah, that would be ideal. If you know anyone that represents a NASCAR driver or an IndyCar driver, let me know. <laughs> I'll poke my head around. I like it. I like it. Um, but yeah, like, could it help? I, maybe, but I don't know how many people are paying attention to it yet. So we'll see. Obviously there's a lot more story to be told in it and potential that yeah i i agree on on the potential aspect i think the only thing that we can do to grow racing and grow this series is just have it first of all enjoyable coverage which is like me and yours first goal but i'm not talking about like from an us standard like if we were the espn of racing which i hope we are someday uh it's 
it's everybody else that's covering the sport as well. TV, journalism, all that. But then you have to have a consistent product and the characters have to come out, you know, every week. You, you almost have to have like guys who would sign up and go compete on Survivor and be a nutcase. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have people who don't apologize for their actions. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I love how you phrase that because I think that rings a little too true. So, like, it's like the Ross Chastain thing. Like, no that that was one hundred. That hasn't was. that hasn't that gained any. It hasn't gained NASCAR near the popularity people will claim. And you're right. Half the drivers in the if garage was... hate him. So he's, it's going to make him trying to win any more races even harder. I wouldn't be surprised if someone takes him out in the playoffs. Like He'll still find a way to finish a top 10 because somebody didn't wreck him good enough. He, he, is, he has been very good at doing that. It's unbelievable. I don't get it. Ross, Ross has been very good at getting good results and – that, sh- that should be mentioned anytime I talk about him as well uh, for that reason. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get to other headlines. Kyle Larson in the news again. <laughs> so Weird. he's, he's racing 360 nationals in a surprise move. Uh, <laughs> you talk, you talk about like the guy winning driver of the year. Like he all he's, he was in the headlines twice last week. Now he is again this week. I th- he's just going for a two straight at the SB Strive of the Year Award, which is so well heralded by motorsports fans worldwide. Well, he uh, he didn't have the best of showings at the uh, at the King's Royal, so he's got to make up with it by winning both the Nationals at uh, at Knoxville. So he's going to go out to Pennsylvania and sweep the posse. And then he's going to come to Knoxville and he's going to win the three sixties and he's going to win the four tens. And he's going to be like, look, I'm still the greatest driver out there. So eat that. All the, uh, all the Knoxville fans are going to hate me for this, but I want nothing more than Kyle Larson, Ryan Thames in the front row with a two lap restart to win the race. Be cool. That'd be cool. I, I just want to see, if he can sweep both of them, obviously we know how good he is in a four ten there. Right, I think I, I think Ryan Thames will kick his ass. I don't know. His motor's got to stop blowing on the last lap. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, Ryan. Ryan's been on the podcast. If you're looking for why I'm trying to be funny at ten o'clock in the morning, ten is not that early. I'm not. I slept in, guys. Talking to myself. Ten, at ten is super late. Well, yeah, Damon, but. Sometimes I just work and then I go to bed and 10 is hey, in four I, hours. Sounds like excuses to me. <laughs> Your internet slowed down there. All right. Sounds like excuses. So uh, as we all know, this weekend is the IndyCar series race at Iowa. I'm excited for it. Uh, obviously this is when I tell you, uh, like the best damn racing product consistently every year uh, that they've had at IndyCar at Iowa is one of my favorite races on the entire motorsports calendar. I can't wait. Uh, I'm going to get to watch Florida George Line play music live. It's going to be cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you're going for the Florida Georgia line. Everybody else is going for Tim McGraw because <laughs> he's much better. So I interviewed Simon Pagano this week, and I got a good story coming out. Um, Simon uh, said, yeah, it's, he, this was the quote. He said, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, Tim McGraw is going to be there. Gwen Stephanie. And then he just kept talking, and I didn't have the heart to correct him. <laughs> and maybe it is Gwen Stephanie. I don't know. No, it's not. It's Stefani. I think everyone else has been saying it wrong this, this whole time. I think it's a really long A. I don't think she would pronounce her own last name wrong, but, you know, she should make this a lot easier and just change her last name to Shelton like she actually is. Oh, are they dating? They're married. I didn't know that. There's a reason that they're performing on the same day, pal. Oh, they do. They should just make it Blake Shelton and his wife. And that's the band. She's a big name, too. Well, yeah, but not as big as Blake Shelton. And he was GQ's man of the year. I'll let you. uh, That's the only GQ man of the year I know. Music fans. It's like, I know, like, two time person of the year awards, too. Like that. And it's the only, like, those two stick out. I'm just going to let you decipher between the. uh, um, between the pop people, who's better in their eyes, Gwen Stefani or, or Blake Shelton? And I guarantee you, unfortunately for, for us Blake fans, it ain't going to be Blake. Oh, I don't know. About by that. the way, who, by the way, Blake Shelton puts on a fantastic show. So I'm excited for that. I've been seeing him perform, I think, on TikTok on this tour he's on. And he just, I, I don't think he's going to get that hammered for it, but he was like super drunk. <laughs> he's oh, like, no. like, he's the one after the race, isn't he? Right? Yeah, he he's might be, but it's still going to be a, like the sun's so going to be out. It's only at seven. Well, yeah, but he'll have all race to drink along. That's true. I don't know. The so, shows I've been watching, he's been like laying down and singing and stuff. It looks, it looks fantastic. Are- He's so fun to listen to, especially live. So we've got a uh, IndyCar practice tomorrow. Um, yeah, practice at Iowa on Friday. It's free to get in for anyone uh, that's interested. Uh, a lot of dirt action going on, but I get I, World of Outlaws are at Williams Grove, but I think a lot of people like the. Uh, service really well at port royal do 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 um yeah it's it's uh another another full weekend but yeah um excited for the indycar stuff you know been seeing a lot of posts on nbc sports and all their things on twitter and and boy they're really trying to hype it up that's for sure yeah sorry i got two notifications at the same time and i had to read them uh no the, the biggest race of the weekend is by far iowa indycar uh i wanted to preview it so that the times are going to look slower this year they're about two seconds off uh just because of the new aero package and the new cars and i didn't i wasn't anticipating that coming into this year right but from what Elio told me is, and I asked him, like, 
how does that change things? Does that help you out? And he's like, you can't tell the difference in the car. You can't yeah. tell the difference watching either. He just hopes that the lanes progress. That's going to be the question because, you know, obviously they've had ARCA races there, you know, in the last two years, but outside that there's not been a lot of on-track activity and you're going to have a completely different track overall. So this is going to be a very interesting Friday session um, to see what teams are willing to try because uh, well, they tested, they tested too. And th- this is, this has been a right, but it's been, I mean, they haven't really run a lot of side-by-side stuff. You haven't really tried and, and done a lot of, you know, can you make a pass work in a second lane? And we haven't seen that since they were here in 2020. Right. So it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see what teams are, are going to try on Friday in particular. Yes, they tested, but how close were those testing conditions going to be to what they're going to see, you know, even tomorrow, but also in particular on Saturday night, because they're going to be completely different. And then Sunday will probably be the closest to those testing conditions. And I think even when you were there, I think it was a little more overcast and cloudy than what it's going to be. Am I right? Yeah, I think so. There's slight chance of weather happening, but uh, obviously we aren't rooting for that. So we're going to see how we'll see how they perform i think it's they just want to see elio described it to me as there's a low lane like the low and a half and there's the second lane and the second and a half lane (laughs) so you almost get three out of that but you you really just it's the baseline is two and so there is a top and a bottom except the way he talked about it, it kind of felt like, hey, there's like half a car length up from the top lane or from the bottom lane. And then yeah. that kind of almost gets you to the top lane, but you're not there yet. But there's, it's not like a right. three wide middle, if that makes all sense. Right. Yeah, it's just basically, it's it's basically a lane and a half. And you keep on that second lane to to really make it work and so that's going to be an interesting challenge especially going at the rate of speed as quick as they they go around that place i mean there's there's probably i would say this and i'm not saying it to be a uh, a homer here but i don't think there's a better indie car track on the circuit uh yeah aside from ims I'll be honest with you, man. I think these things are even better than they because um, that's the simple right. fact of just closing rate and the the closing are like a, you know best way to put it. It's the best way to put it. You broke up a little bit there, but I think people can figure out what you said. Yeah, the fighter jets in a gymnasium. Right. We're going to have to come up with a list of things. Everyone's like, you can't, everyone calls it a bull ring. Everyone calls it this. I, I want to come up with a list of just random phrases we can use to describe our speedway with IndyCar. <laughs> that aren't specifically that. Anyways, Damon has, is reconnecting here. Uh, 
but yeah, I'm I'm pumped. This is gonna be a great weekend. I'm waiting to see how the cars react. I'm interested to see between Andretti and Team Penske who's gonna come out on top. Andretti's historically performed the best here, but last six races, like Team Penske has been on one. So I'm amped to figure out what that kind of brings to this weekend and if it changes anything up and there's two races from back-to-back days so if anyone has a bad qualifying lap a bad bad first race like it it's gonna make the second race even dicier than the first no matter what and also like yeah in open wheel cars you know they put an emphasis on qualifying i hate myself for mentioning that but simon pagino last time he was here came from 23rd to win at Iowa. So I, I might be thinking of Elio from four years ago, actually, and I'm completely back. No, it was, no, no, right. it was Simon no, last year. Right. Yeah, yeah, because they you're had right. a... It was Simon. It was Simon in 20 because they they had him. He started in the back, and, boy, he, he worked his way to the front. He had a little bit of strategy help, but for the most part, it was that car just working all the way to the front. Those rounds are always really cool to see any time you could drive uh, from the back of the field all the way up. Like, yeah. You know, I was telling Chris about stuff like you can you remember those for a long time. So did we miss yeah. anything, Damon? I don't believe so. Um, it's just going to be a uh, it's going to be an interesting week and weekend to see what goes on. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm excited for uh, a lot of people in the state of Iowa for it too. I was just talking to a buddy of mine up here at the state softball tournament, and he's going to the race on Sunday uh, just because, you know, he's an F1 kind of guy anyway. He watches a lot of F1 stuff, but he's going to go to the Indy race on, on Sunday, and and uh, he's looking forward to it. Yeah, I think uh, if you're on the fence of going, just go and thank me later. Like. It's, it's one of the best yeah. races all year. And if you're not going watch it, it's on NBC both days. So, yeah, I thought that was – people complained about the Peacock and the TV deal, and then they accused some publication of lying of how many people watched the race or what their estimates were. Look, there was not that many people watching the race if it doesn't read on the TV ratings website, okay? That's, that's like an all-time low. That's right. a streaming exclusive – Right. So that's why it's an all-time low. Like, WWE is about to try that with SummerSlam. They're on Corey LaJoy's car, so they're having a pay-per-view event on a five ninety nine a month or whatever Peacock costs uh, streaming platform. Mm-hmm. It is on Peacock, but that that's probably going to have tremendously low ratings at all in the same. You know, that's just... There's more households hooked up to TVs and people insist on wanting to adjust your TV package. And I hate that, by the way. Like, it's not because people hate streaming. It's because you got to go learn a whole new, like, way to watch TV. And while, like, that's easy for people like us that, like, adapt and change to things and yeah yeah it's easy but like there's some things that are easy for me to change and i'm like no 
no, I don't want to. I don't want to have to learn how to use something different. I, I like the thing I got. Right. Yep. 100%. I, I was the same way after YouTube TV shut down ESPN and Disney there for a little while. And, uh, I, I was the exact same way because I moved over to Hulu for all of 36 hours, I think is what it was. And I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It's, it's just different. It's changed. People don't like it. All right. It's different. Yep. NASCAR is at Pocono Sunday. Uh, there is USAC racing this weekend. I believe the World of Outlaws are racing Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and then Monday. It might be Saturday, Sunday, Monday, but they'll, it, they're ending up in Boone. Go to that. It's Monday night, Monday night raw of racing at Boone Speedway. It's, that's going to be fun. I love that racetrack. I hate that they moved the event from one day to or from two days to one. So we, we've gotten gypped out of three late mile races this year. Doesn't sit right. right. Uh, but go, yeah. If you like dirt and you want to take my recommendation, go, go to Boone Speedway on Monday night for national late mile race. It's going to be sweet. Um, I think that's all I got. Sorry, this episode was really bouncy. Uh, we just decided at the last minute to record late. We'll try to get two guests on next week um and get everything back in a rhythm here but appreciate y'all for tuning in uh if you see me at the indycar race if you see damon come up and say hi we're not exactly the hardest guys to spot so no i was gonna say <laughs> um Con connor stands over everybody and uh i just make space for people we'll put it that way <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We will be back uh, Sunday night for episode 66.